Alright, well if you're listening to this, welcome to t- back to another episode of A Breath of Fresh Football. Man, oh man, it's been a while. Uh, it, we, we haven't recorded together in like, what, two months now? Yeah, you recorded by yourself last time. Um, and yeah, dude, I've, I've been super busy. Yeah, that's... Uh, we are getting close to the end of the semester for school, so I was just like grading every night and when I wasn't grading I was either sleeping or watching TV so I just couldn't fit into the schedule so uh but we're here uh so we got some free time and we're ready to talk so so just so you guys know too it's it's not Kyle's fault we haven't recorded it is 100% my fault <laughs> it's it's fine it's fine everything's fine it's like that meme Everything is fine <laughs> while we're around that burning house. So. So, do you want to start with the bad news? I mean, everyone probably already knows it, but. Yeah, the the saddest news we'd like to begin the show talking about is just, um, you know, Demarius Thomas uh, passed away. Uh, I was really shocked about that. He was only 33. Uh, he recently retired from football, which I was I, – I, I, I probably remember seeing that, but at the same time, I forgot he retired, and I didn't realize he retired so young. So, but you know, everyone that's probably listening, their greatest memory of Demarius Thomas is probably watching, you know, the Broncos Steeler playoff game. Tim Tebow first play of overtime throws a strike right to him, and he does that stiff farm and runs all the way to the end zone, and the Broncos go to the next round of the playoffs. So. And uh, what happened that next round of the playoffs, though? I don't remember. Did they, did they lose? They lost, didn't they? Yeah, the Broncos, uh, the Patriots just destroyed Tim Tebow and the Broncos, and then the Broncos win got Payne Manny, and then, what, a year or two later, they win a Super Bowl. So, yeah. With Demarius Thomas on that team. So that was uh, – you know, he, he got his ring. He did well. He was there for, like, what, eight years, I think. And then he got traded to the Texans and then spent a short stint with the Jets and the Patriots. I don't know if he even played a, a game with the Patriots or not. but Kids today will never know how good Demaryius Thomas actually really was. They'll never know. That and how good of a person he was. I mean, yes. Guys, go go look up about Demarius Thomas, great on the field, but even better person off the field. It was ridiculous how good of a person he actually was. Yeah. So uh, if his family's listening to this, our friends or family, you know, we give you guys our wishes and prayers and uh, hope uh, everything, you know, hopefully you get through it. Um, So... Um, I going into the next topic, which is might be kind of sad for both of us right now, is um, how do we feel about our teams right now? I'll let you go first. So the Ravens are not doing as well as they want to, but Tyler is it Tyler Huntley? Tyler Huntley, yeah, our backup quarterback is killing it. He's looking good. Yeah, yeah, he is looking good. I don't know what's going on there. Well, I mean, obviously, when you're missing your starter, like, like when, 
Arizona was missing Kyler, it's a different team. Even even if our backups are doing well, like I mean, I know Tyler's more like Lamar Jackson than uh, Colt McCoy is to Kyler Murray, so it's not a big difference. But still, when you're missing someone like that, I mean, it's it's a big, you know, a big drop. So, uh, but the the way the NFL has been this year, and we'll talk about the standings later uh, in the show, probably towards the end, but. Man, you never know who's going to win any given day. So, yeah, I, I can't even predict on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Dude, I'm just, I'm just in shock. The Chiefs have turned it around. The Packers the are looking great. Granted, yeah, the the Ravens only lost to the Packers. Honestly, a backup quarterback. Yeah, I think right now, I think the Chiefs. Uh, with the way, you know, with how hot they are right now, I think they're the best team in the AFC right now. Um, that defense is playing really well. Their offense seems to be figuring it out. Um, so, I think they're the best team right now. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I still, I still got a feeling about the Rams, man. I don't know why. That Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford duo is just so good. Oh, for the Rams? Yeah. Going back to the Ravens, though, I – as you guys know, I'm a big Lamar Jackson fan. I love Lamar. How did he make it to the Pro Bowl? How did a lot of these guys make it? I don't think Pat Mahomes should be in the Pro Bowl. I think there's did they do right did they do fan voting this year? Maybe. I think no they they voting. still do fan voting, so that's a big part of it. Okay. I I honestly haven't voted. I like when I was little in high school, I would vote for all these kinds of things, but now. Well, I voted for the ML. I vote for the MLB, but uh, the Pro Bowl, I just um, I don't know. I don't really watch the Pro Bowl anymore. I think so. Like, I didn't really care to vote for it. The Pro Bowl is not as fun. As yeah. I think Kyler made it too. It was Kyler, Chandler Jones, uh, and then we had two more people that made it. Even though I don't know if Chandler Jones really deserves to be there. I don't think he does. So, again, uh, a little bit. I'm really impressed with how good Mark Andrews is doing this year. Yeah, yeah. He, he, him and Brown's had a solid year. He's kind of fell off the last couple weeks, but he was having a really good year for your Ravens. Yeah, I mean, you you guys know how I feel about Hollywood Brown. Nothing against the guy. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know. All right. So, another little pull. Uh, so, before we talk about RG3 and his book real quick, it'll be a small little talking point. But 49ers plan to trade Jimmy G, which I don't know about you. It's not surprising to me. Uh, he, they want to trade him at the end of the year uh, so Trey Lance can play. But Jimmy G is actually not playing bad this year. So He's really not. I mean – I don't know. If I was them, I'd almost keep him another year and you know, let Trey Lance sit another year. But then again, if you don't – even though the 49ers are another team that is sneakily pretty hot right now. They're 8-6, and six, which you would have told me that weeks ago. I wouldn't have believed you, but they've been kind of hot lately too. Yeah, they actually have. So, you got any more thoughts on that? I mean, it was given. They took Trey Lance, number three overall. Jimmy G. Who do you – okay, here's a question. Who do you think 
Right now, the teams that will probably need a quarterback at the end of the year, who do you think would trade for Jimmy G? Um, I could possibly see the Steelers doing it. Maybe the Saints. I think, I don't know. I, I, when I see Jimmy G, I just think of uh, Washington. Maybe, maybe Washington. I don't know, man. Taylor Heineke's not been bad. Or maybe even Carolina. I could see that. Oh, yep, Carolina's another big one. I forgot about them. Carolina's a mess right now. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but. Uh, the big one, for some reason, I see going for them is the Steelers. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, they'll. I mean, Big Ben's retiring, so they're gonna be looking for someone to sign. And I don't. I don't know. The Steelers are having a decent year, not a bad year. So like, they're gonna be in the middle of the first round. And with the way the the draft prospects for the quarterback position is this year, you might as well just sign someone and wait another year because they're not very good. And they've already got uh, Mason. Rudolph and they have Haskins and they have Dobbs. So if they really wanted to, they could just sign someone and have all four of those guys compete, see who gets the backup, who gets third string, who's practice squad and everything. So going to the next topic. So RG3 will release a book called Surviving Washington. He'll detail what happened in 2012's playoff game versus Seattle the medical mismanagement he received, the sexual harassment in the building, and a deep dive into the Dan Snyder slash Mike Shanahan power struggle. You know, I'm not really a per- so like I'm when I was in school, I read a lot of sports books because we had to read, of course, and I liked reading sports books. Uh, but I don't really read, but that's a book that I really want to get because I really want to read to just hear about it the the books i've read in my life since i've graduated high school have been all the tim tebow books even though i think i have the newer one i still haven't finished reading it uh i don't know i just don't read but i wish i i wish i sat down and read more because that just sounds like a good book to get into yeah it actually does and rg3 is actually a good person i really enjoy rg3 it's a shame because his rookie year, like I used to be a big RG3 fan and I always played with him on Madden, but he was so good his rookie year and then he got hurt. And it was between that and I mean, it even began when they drafted him in that draft in the fourth round, they drafted Kirk Cousins. Why do you draft two quarterbacks? Like that, that's just a disaster waiting to happen. You, you're going into it knowing that your team doesn't even want or really trust you because, I mean, why would you draft another quarterback? Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. I don't know what they were thinking. So, well, Kirk Cousins is still starting and RG3 doesn't even have a job. So, um, I don't know. All right, next topic. Um, Adrian Peterson, uh, since – uh, he signed with who was he with the? Uh... He was with the Lions last. No, there he was someone this year. The Lions was last year. Oh, the Titans. He signed with the yes, Titans. Yes, yes, he yes, got yes. released, and since then he signed uh, to the practice squad with the Seahawks. So, are you, you got any thoughts on that? Uh, I just want Adrian Peterson 
to keep playing to where he beats Emma Smith all time in rushing. That's just what I want. That's all I want. How many? I don't know how many yards he's away. He needs like. He needs a lot. Yeah. Well, we'll see if he gets it. Um, he's he's really since he was with Minnesota, he's jumped around the league a lot. He's uh, he's getting up there in age, man. No one really wants him anymore. Yeah. He's just old, and I, I know well. No one really wants him, but then, yeah, everyone wants him because they'll keep signing him. He's not – how do I put this? He's not starting material? Material? Yeah. That's why he got released by the Titans. But... Yep. All right, so next topic is another kind of sad one. So there was this high school football player uh, with that shooting in uh, Michigan a couple weeks ago. He rushed the school shooter and sacrificed his own life to save his teammates. Uh, I'm pulling it up now, but his name was – he was a star player. He had offers. was Tate Mir, M-Y-R-E. Um, let's see. He died trying to disarm the gunman during the tragic shooting uh, when it happened. So, man – uh, that's a sad situation. I give prayers to his family if they end up listening to this. Um, but man, uh, good yes. for him for you know, uh, trying to save. He was probably trying to. The weirdest part now, thinking about this, when I was thinking about what to say about this, is he probably saved uh, some kid's life that he's never even talked to or even seen. Uh, but yeah, he did it to save the kid's life and that's kind of amazing so yeah you don't you don't find many good people like that nowadays you really don't yeah uh, especially nowadays like you especially said when you know the kid has a, a bright bright future yeah all right so the next topic um since then so the suspensions have ended and the buccaneers did decide to keep antonio brown and mike edwards but it came out, I think they had, what, a three- or four-game suspension uh, where there was three players that violated the joint develop and administrated in NFL and NFLPA COVID-19 protocols. They ended up having fake, uh, oh, what are they called, COVID cards or whatever. Um, I mean, my biggest question, my biggest question about this is why? Why have the fake ones? I get they probably didn't want to go through all the protocols, but man, like the funniest thing about Antonio Antonio Brown, he probably gets the flu shot every year. I don't know that for sure, but he probably does. But just because he didn't want to get the COVID vaccine and he doesn't want to wear a mask, I mean, I like of course I'm vaccinated. Um, and I respect whether you get vaccinated or not. If you don't want to do it, then good for you. Like, that's your own choice, and I get it. But why fake it? Just, like, either go through the consequences of you not being vaccinated, like all the protocols you have to go through, or get vaccinated. Uh, so that's my that's my thoughts. I don't know if you have anything different to say about that. I can agree with you on that one. I, I don't get it. I mean... 
I'm vaccinated, but I have to prove I'm vaccinated for my job. You do you. I don't care what you do. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. But yeah, don't sit and lie about it. What's the point of sitting and lying about it? Yeah, exactly. So the next topic we kind of talked about, um, it did come out that we, we said a little bit ago that Big Ben Rosenberg is uh, reportedly going to retire. He's told former teammates and some within the organization that he expects it to be his last. Which I'm not surprised about. I mean, you just see the way he plays. Like, I don't think he, even if this wasn't his last year, I think it would be his last year with the Steelers. Because, I mean, he's just not playing well. And they need to move on. They need to find their next guy and go on. But I'm not really surprised. And if he does retire, you know, just wish him well. And I hope he finishes off the season well. And maybe if he can, makes it to another playoff, another playoff game. So we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, any thoughts on that? I mean, as a Ravens fan, this doesn't break my heart at all. Yeah, um, I mean, I know that's not mean, but um, for what eighteen years, Big Ben has just stomped on the Ravens. It's, it's yeah, change of scenery now. Yeah, so all right, next topic. Um, this was a surprising one. I wasn't expecting it, but the Panthers parted way with offense corner Joe Brady. The intern Jeff Nixon was the co OC and play caller under Matt Rule at Baylor from twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen. They have five games left, so don't expect a lot to change. Well, that was at the time of this tweet, so that was a few weeks ago. Uh, Rule had been uh, mulling changes during the bye and has a comfort level with how Nixon handles play call. And I I also read at this time that this came out, apparently the game before they ended up parting ways with Joe Brady, Matt Rule really wanted to run the ball, and Joe Brady only ran the ball like like 16 times or some really – or like – some like 10 or 15 times or some really low. Uh, so I get it, but man, I was really kind of surprised. I'm also surprised Joe Brady hasn't landed somewhere yet, uh, either in the NFL or college football. So did this move shock you at all? Or Yeah, no, look how bad the Panthers are doing now. Well, yeah, I think that's a good point. The Panthers have been playing really bad, and there's been some questions whether Matt Rule – uh, could get fired. Could get fired at the end of the year, and it's kind of crazy because at the beginning of the year we were praising Matt Rule, we were praising Sam Darnold, and now it's like there's nothing to praise there, man. The Panthers are bad, so um, I don't know. I I think you still give you. I think you give Matt Rule another year, um, but right now they don't even have a quarterback, so you might as well. Try to get Matt Rule a quarterback, whether whatever you decide to do, because Sam Darnold's not it, Cam Newton's not it, PJ Walker's not it. So you got to get someone, give him another year. Um, but Joe Brady, I think, isn't going to land in college football again. And whether what program, whatever that is, I guess we'll see what happens. Um, I, so. I can agree with you on that. It. And it, it again, it's not all his fault. Yeah, he couldn't run an offense very well, 
But also, look what he had. He didn't have very much. Yeah, exactly. So Your star running back is out. And I love Christian McCaffrey. The dude's always hurt. I almost – I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, but, like, if you're the Panthers, you might as well trade him. Or maybe I said it on the last podcast by myself. I don't know. I'm just to that point where he gets hurt every year. You might as well just get rid of him. Get someone that's actually going to be healthy. Because how much are they paying Christian Christian McCaffrey to get hurt every year? I mean, that's something to think about. I don't don't know if they will, but. but I don't know, man. I'm going to get crucified for this. Easily the best running back in the league. The guy does it all. Catches, runs, I mean, breaks, tackles. He's so good. Yeah, but they got Chubb that does about the same uh, when Christian's out. He might not be as uh, elusive as Christian, but. It's just one of those. (laughs) Yeah. What do you do? Yep. Uh, So, let's see. Going into the next one. So, the Patriots a few weeks ago, I think it was Thursday Night Football. They were the third team in NFL history to attempt exactly three. Oh, I skipped over one. We'll go back to the one uh, before that, after this. But they completed, attempted exactly three passes in a game. The other two times it happened in 1968 and 1946. Now, I had this other tweet that was a little bit different. Oh, the yeah, so the Patriots defeated the Bills with three pass attempts. The fewest by any team since the Bills in week three of 1974 versus Jets when they only attempted two passes. That's just crazy, man. That just shows you how good of a coach Bill Belichick is. You don't even have to pass the ball and he's going to beat you. You don't want to know my opinion on this. So, like, dude, it's impressive. Very impressive. Mac, and I, Jones is really good. But, uh, you know, I decided to sit. I start Mac Jones and my fantasy team that week. Oh, gosh, no. And guess what? I lost by point three points. Oh, my God. He would have just, you know, played a, a mediocre game. Yeah. I would have been fine. Yeah, you would have won. would have been fine. Thanks, Bill. Bill, I know you're not <laughs> listening to this, but thank you. Yeah. Uh, but go just tweet out Bill Belichick and just tell him what a piece of shit he is for that. <laughs> Does he even have Twitter? I don't think he has Twitter. I don't know. If anyone has his phone number, send it to me. I want to have a nice conversation <laughs> with him. Uh, but so the uh, let's go to the next topic. That was uh, before we skipped over it. But the Lions are no longer win uh, winless. They did it. They won a game. Not they only did they win two. one, but they won two games. And they beat the Titans. The Titans and the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, I didn't even talk about my team earlier. I just listened to you talk. Uh, uh, that's because I was very heated about my team. <laughs> yeah, well, my team's not – like, we're 10-4, and four, but I don't know. We play the Colts. We play oh, another tough game, and then we play the Seahawks, which I know the Seahawks are bad this year, but it's still going to be another tough game. And I don't know. I could see a scenario where we go – we finish 10-7, and seven, which – if we finish ten and seven, I mean Cliff Kingsbury might get fired because when you start out what nine and one or ten and two or whatever, and then you start, start finish out, ten yeah. and seven, oh man, it, I don't know. We're not playing well right now as 
you just heard we lost to the Lions last week. And losing to the Lions, I look at the rest of the schedule, I'm like, I don't know how we're going to win a game. I know we're better than than what we're playing right now, but, man, man, I don't know, man. We got the, so, man, we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully, I mean, after, maybe it's a wake-up call. Maybe they'll see that and they'll be like, wow, we don't want <laughs> We're going to start playing better because we don't want to lose to the freaking Lions again. So, uh, Got any thoughts on the Cardinals or the Lions finally winning? Um, the Cardinals start out hot, man. And I just don't know what happened. Well, we, we had injuries. Hopkins is out for the year, which we didn't talk about that. I forgot to even write that down, but Hopkins is out for the year, so – um, we got, I mean, our other guys are doing decent. Kyler isn't running the ball either, which has been like that all year. He really hasn't ran the ball. He's ran if he, he's needed. He's a smart runner. Um, <coughs> but we've been just mostly running the ball and, uh, oh, that's another guy. James Connor did get a pro Bowl nod. He, a well-deserved pro Bowl nod. He's had a lot of. A lot of touchdowns this year. He's been a good running back, and uh, so good for him. So, kind of just came out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, honestly, I didn't really expect him uh, to do – like, I know he was decent uh, towards the end of his career in uh, Pittsburgh, but um, with the Steelers part, he also did play for the University of Pittsburgh, which is still kind of crazy to me. He spent, like – eight or ten years of his life just in Pittsburgh, which is kind of crazy to think about. But um, but speaking of college, uh, Bryce Young did win the Heisman Trophy. He was the first yeah. Alabama quarterback to win the college football's most uh, prestigious awards. So what was your thoughts on that? I know um, you don't really watch college football, but I, – But I keep up on that. Good for him. First off, congratulations. Um, I'm just going to say this stuff. Don't get too excited on him. We see how a lot of uh, Bama quarterbacks do. Don't really turn out very well. I mean, Tua has the highest completion percentage in the NFL this year. And Jalen Hurts, uh, although I don't think he's perfect, uh, he's been winning games for the Eagles. I, I don't know what their standings are. Let me look at their record real quick. The Eagles are... Seven and seven, so I mean, decent, not bad. They're never, they're never anything spectacular. Yeah, I think. But could Bryce Bryce Young change that? Could he change my opinion? Could he hear this and be like, you know what, I'm gonna prove this guy wrong? Bryce Young was a top recruit. Uh, I think he was a better recruit than Tua and Jalen were. Uh, and I actually thought after Tua graduated, I thought Bryce Young would be the starter. But Mac Jones just completely, just completely proved me wrong. I had no idea what he, the way he practiced, he would be on scout team and he would just tear up the D, uh, their defense, their starting defense. And Nick Saban would get mad and Mac Jones would just be like, well, tell him to play better. Like, <laughs> I mean, he, Mac Jones is, and the way he's playing in the NFL, like, I never even thought Mac Jones would have been a first round pick. I thought, I thought for sure Bryce Young because he was a five star quarterback coming in as a freshman. 
he sat for a year and I was like, oh man, you know, after two of us sit, uh, re- uh, graduates, you know, Mac Jones is going to just take over and tear it up. But Bryce Young has been playing well. Uh, he's, I think he's still got another year. So we'll, uh, we'll see. I think he'll be a top pick next year. Um, with him and CJ Stroud, I think those are going to be the two guys, which they were two of the guys that were in the top four of the Heisman this year. So, changing the subject a little bit, how do you feel Spencer Rattler is going to go now? Rat is it Rat? Yeah, Rattle. Yeah, Spencer Rattler did transfer to South Carolina, which I was really surprised about. Um, he, their the head coach for South Carolina used to uh, coach for Oklahoma, and I read this tweet yesterday. Apparently, um, the OC, the offense coordinator for South Carolina, the way he got Spencer Rattler to come, he just texted him and he was like, he was like Spencer, everyone in col, everyone that watches college football thinks you suck. Everyone that watches college football thinks I suck. So you come here, and we're going to prove everyone everyone wrong. And he came. So he's going to South Carolina. He's playing the SEC. It's funny because uh, I talked about it on the last podcast, but Lincoln Riley did leave Oklahoma. And it's reportedly that he left. Well, USC is, a, I think, probably a better job. Um, but he also left. Because he didn't like, he doesn't like the move that Oklahoma is going to go to the SEC. So it's like he's running away from the SEC, and Spencer Rattler ran to the SEC. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. You know, South Carolina isn't really a good team. Um, so they're kind of the bottom feed of the SEC. So we'll see what he can do uh, the SEC against SEC defenses and. And we'll see if he can prove people wrong. You know, right now everyone thinks he sucks. Uh, so, like, uh, like I said, so we'll see what happens. So, honestly, I kind of hope he proves him wrong. Yeah, I really hope he does too. Even though, you know, if you did watch QB one, I mean, Spencer Rattler isn't really that uh, good of a person. <laughs> I mean, he was kind of a crappy teammate, and from the stories, it sounds like at Oklahoma, it just sounds like. No one – All it, it sounds like he had the same kind of personality. Um, even He probably didn't trash his teammates, but he had the just same kind of cocky attitude around campus and all that. So um, we'll see what happens. I'm rooting for him. I'm hoping he turns it around, and we'll see what happens. So yeah. uh, Next topic uh, is Tom Brady now has 19 uh, – 19 – Explanation point, 10-plus win seasons in his incredible career. His worst full season was a 9-7 and record in 2002. That's crazy. We talk about – it seems like we talk about Tom Brady every every week, but Jesus, man, that's crazy. He's, he's something else, dude. Yeah, he is something else. All right, so next topic, a re, a little reunion. The Ravens are signing veteran safety Tony Jefferson to their practice squad. What was your thoughts on that? Um, good. Um, you know, we need depth. Our whole entire secondary is is done. Um, not really done, but we lost Marcus Peters. Marlon Humphrey's out for the season. 
Um, Chuck Clark is out for the season or Deshaun Elliott? Deshaun Elliott, I think, is out for the season, and Chuck Clark is on COVID. Yeah. So, like, we are we are stressed. Fun fact about Tony Jefferson, he is a former Arizona Cardinal, too. So, um, I'm glad that he got another opportunity in the NFL, and he ended up going back to a team he used to be with, which was the Ravens. So, good for him. He loves the Ravens. Another little – I don't have this on the the little sheet we have, but another little uh, practice squad signing the Ravens had a few weeks ago. They signed Chris Strebler, which was our third-string quarterback for Arizona. And it was funny because you guys had Trace McShorley as your third string. We signed him off the practice squad. We released uh, Chris Strebler, and then you guys just go and sign Chris Strebler. Yeah, so, that was – there was like What would you say? Just trying to be like the Cardinals. It was just – it was funny. We It's almost like we should have just made a trade, but, again, we didn't, and we ended up just – you guys just ended up signing the guy we, we released. So, that was a little fun. So, so going into some other news, uh, the USFL, so that's that league that's going to be starting in this spring. Uh, the NBC will join Fox Sports as our official broadcast partners. The network will present all 43 regular and postseason games beginning in April of 2022. Um, again, uh, I'm excited to watch some spring football. You know, I watched the XFL. I watched the AAF. But with the way both of those leagues went, they did both end up uh, falling apart which I don't think you can really blame the XFL. That was mostly because of COVID. They shut down of COVID, and then Vince McMahon just kind of just walked away from it because it wasn't making a quick profit, you know, billionaires, whatever. All they care about is money, which I get, but uh, the I think the Rock's going to do well in his uh, XFL reboot, but – uh, we'll see what happens here. Um, the USFL used to be a league back in the 80s, and they did last for five years. So they do have experience uh, lasting more than a season, which is more than we can say about a lot of leagues uh, that have tried to be that second league to the NFL lately. Um, so we'll see. Um, Fox Sports owns it. They own the league, so I could see it lasting more than a year because you have a whole network or company owning the league. That's a successful company, so we'll see. Um, There's not really any close teams to where I live. The closest is, like, I think Michigan. So um, we'll see. Birmingham, I do believe, has a team. So um, if I go visit my mom – Anytime soon, maybe next summer, something. Maybe, maybe I'll try to hit a, a USFL game or whatever. That would so, be sweet. Yeah. So next topic again, not a surprising move, but Urban Meyer is out as Jaguars head coach. What's your thoughts? Um, dude. So everyone really saw this coming. He. We'll just we'll just we'll just say some of the things he did. Yeah. So, yeah. He he signed Tim Tebow as a tight end. That was that was kind of dumb. You were excited for it. 
Yeah, I was excited, but again, he hadn't played in the league for like 10 years. And even before that, he he signed a coach that was accused of making racist co- comments and belittling players at his time at Iowa, got heavy backlash, and the guy ended up resigning. And then he goes and signs Tim Tebow. And then he drafts a running back after having James Robinson on the roster when he didn't need a running back in the first round. He admitted uh, to hoping to draft this other guy with the pick, but they used it as Travis uh, on Travis. He told reporters that he cut players due to their va- uh, vaccine status. So that opened an investigation. He had open competition when you drafted a guy first overall and you had Minshew, you end up trading Minshew later after the competition when you had that guy take half the reps. Um, so that was just a dumb move. He didn't travel back with his team after their week four loss to Cincinnati. Then, you know, the viral videos of him dancing with and with other women, you know, not his wife. And then he re- reportedly says he called his coaches losers and he uh, he made them stand up to why they have jobs in the NFL. He had arguments with Marvin Jones. He benched James Robinson after a fumble. And then former kicker goes on record and says Meyer kicked him and told him, hey, dip, uh, he said, hey, uh, hey, dip, uh, hey, hey, dipshit, make your effing kicks. And then he had a two and 11 record. I mean. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> Dude, you, yeah. You just can't do that stuff. Yeah, like if I got if my boss came and kicked me, I mean, shit. Um, man, I'd probably, I'd probably sue the school if my boss kicked me. So like, I get it, but man, like, I tried to stand up for Urban, you know, after that dancing with the girls in that bar after a, a loss, but it, it just went downhill after that, and like, um the owner of the Jacks said like the, you know, after that incident, they wanted urban Meyer to regain their trust. And he never did. They just headline after headline after headline. It was kind of like, and someone made this point. It was just kind of like, um, it just felt like he was being kind of targeted. Like, um, Gruden was, you know, all the leaks just came out after like leak after leak after leak. And, uh, and then again, that wasn't even on it, but like he said, if there was someone that was on the coaching staff that was leaking all this stuff, that he was on fire, that guy. I mean, just the stuff he was saying, like, it man, it just went downhill for him, not only for the Jags, but even when he was at Ohio State, man, all those accusations and all that stuff. Uh, those scandals that came out of Ohio State, man, it just – it was funny because after he got fired, everyone – there's someone tweeted, was like, you know, I don't feel bad for Urban Meyer. I feel bad for his family because he has to be around them. Um, so <laughs> he's kind of been a crappy person, so we'll see what happens. His daughter did go on Instagram and he – tried to back his uh back his her father so 
I don't know. Maybe he's a good person to them for the most part, other than the whatever happened in the bar scene that night or whatever. So I'm not really surprised. I'm sure you're not. You got any thoughts on it other than what you've said so far? No, I mean, he is like, what, the fourth or fifth head coach ever to – Not even last a year yeah, or something yeah. like that. I mean, it's – and they uh, reportedly I, – I didn't put this on it, but reportedly they released him with cause. Uh, so they're not planning on to pay his uh, – fine uh, all his, the rest of his contract. So He's going to be mad about that. Yeah, um, he since then did come out and he apologized to the city of Jacksonville and he talked about how losing just it sucks. He's never lost anywhere he's been, and losing just brings out the worst in people. And if that's the case, it brought out the worst in him. My God, because yeah, but you you can't you can't you can't use that as an excuse for your actions. Yeah. So uh, something else I want to bring up was uh, with with that release is like if Jacksonville would have like showed promise, like even if they went to in whatever record this year, but they showed promise, they played better every game. They got better every week. He would still have a job, but, and it's kind of like the way lions are playing this year. They're not good. They're two and 11 too, or whatever, but they play hard every week. They play for Dan Campbell. The team didn't play for Urban Meyer. So, you know, it's not a surprise he he got uh, released or let go. But, uh, man, he just wasn't a good coach. I mean, it it sounds like he's more of like a dictator, which that, that, like that works in the college football scene because, you know, the guys, they don't have they're, – they're working to try to get to the NFL or they're working to – play college football uh, and they're going to school. So they don't really have, but the guys in the NFL, this is their job. They're professionals. Like you can't, can't belittle them like you did uh, college players, if that makes sense. So, and I'm not saying it's right. What he, the way he coaches in college, but it's, it's more accepted in the college scene, if that makes sense. So, you know, I get what you're saying. It, the dude literally did this to himself. Yeah. All right, so the next topic, um, I don't know what Thursday night. I think this was this past Thursday night or the Thursday night before that. But it was Fox's last Thursday night football game. So as of next year, the NFL is trading uh, an Amazon cash grab for a much smaller audience. And I hope. Uh, a hope that the audience will grow. Will it ever be as big as it was on a three-letter network? Probably not. So right now, I think for the rest of the year, um, since this was the last Fox game, the rest of the year is on NFL Network, which not everyone has NFL Network. So that kind of that kind of sucks because people won't be able to watch um, Thursday Night Football for the rest of the year. Uh, but next year, it's going to be on Amazon. And again, you know, like it said. I mean, I'm not going to be able to watch it because I'm not going to buy Amazon Prime just to watch Thursday Night Football for, what, 17, 18 weeks a year. Like, I'm not I'm not going to waste my money. I already, You're only watching one game. Yeah, exactly. And that's probably – the thing is I already have, 
let's see, I have Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, and HBO Max. So I have four streaming services anyways. I don't have I don't have cable TV or anything. So I have those four plus I usually buy the MLB package. And you actually missed it last weekend. I talked about it. But Sunday Ticket is thinking about making a streaming option on ESPN Plus, and you could buy the Sunday ticket and watch all the NFL games. So if they end up doing that, I'm going to buy that because I'll be able to watch all my Arizona games. I'll be able to watch. Well, I'd probably end up being able to watch all the Thursday night football games anyways. Oh, no, no, wait. Sunday tickets probably. Is that for all the games or is it only for Sundays? I I don't know. But like so like if you guys I mean it's not really bad though. If you have Amazon and you use it quite a bit and you have Amazon Prime, pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great I for the people Amazon that have Prime. It. But it's not a stream it, there's not the only reason I have the four streaming services I have is there's certain shows I watch on each or each platform. And Amazon Prime just doesn't have anything I would go out and buy. And I don't really order things off Amazon Prime. Like, if I had it, I sure, I'm sure i would. But I don't really order things online too often. So, like, it's not really something I need. So. I, I can agree. I, I will have it because I have Amazon Prime. Oh, so you'll yeah, you'll get the Thursday night games. And, so. and honestly, what I will probably do is just give you my password and there you go. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that that'd be awesome. But next topic. So Tom Brady this past week got shut out for the first time in 15 years. His streak ended with 255 consecutive starts. Man, oh man. Before we talk about this, I want to talk about one thing. There are so many people smash talking Tom Brady for the iPad. Okay. Yeah, he broke an iPad. He was very mad. Can you blame the guy? Yeah, I, I don't blame him. Frustration. All of us athletes, well, people that have played sport, or just anyone, you know, you you know, you know, lose a game, you're mad. You're playing Call of Duty. You're losing. It's embarrassing. Yep. And you I mean, and, and especially what I just said, it was the first time in 15 years. Imagine 15 years of your life you haven't experienced a shutout. And then it happens last week. So I don't blame him. I mean, he's the greatest to ever do it. Um, so, like, I get the frustration. And, again, it's it's just an iPad. He, yeah, could, he probably bought the team five more iPads, probably. Easily. And not even break a change in his pocket. Yeah, so. Um, but... Next topic, uh, speaking of a former Baltimore Raven, Le'Veon Bell did sign with the Buccaneers. The Leonard Fournette was out for the year. Chris Godwin just tore his ACL. Mike Evans is week-to-week week with a hamstring, which that could go for the rest of the year, knowing hamstring injuries. Um, so they did sign Le'Veon Bell, so I don't know if he'll do well for them. It's, it's probably going to be Ronald Jones and then – Who's that other running back they have that they've been using in the slot? Oh, Bernard or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So they got those two guys. So I, I really don't want to talk about it again. Leonard Fournette's on my fantasy team, guys. My fantasy team is just not doing up this year. It kind of hurts. Yeah. 
Yeah, dude. Oh my god, my team. So I have four. I have. I'm in four leagues, and one of my teams completely crapped the bed. Like my guys that all. So I have like. Oh my god, I have Mixon, I have Kamari, and I have another running back. Like three really good running backs that get me fifteen to twenty points every week, and they all got like a combined of like seven points. It was. Like, combined. It was like my team, like, craft the bed. Uh, Matt Jones, I think he had a decent week, but the rest of my team got no points. And I I was fourth in standings. I dropped the sixth and missed out on the playoffs. I mean, it was, oh, my God, I'm so mad. But, I mean, one of my teams is, like, 11-3, and three, and I actually beat um, one of the best teams in my league. Uh, a few weeks ago, and I feel pretty confident in winning, hopefully winning this uh, one league. Uh, I think I did miss out. My I, my other three teams, they did they did bad and, like, ended up missing out on the playoffs. Um, so I'm kind of upset about that, but. It's all right, dude. My, my team's five and seven. I just – my whole team is just – so I do either really – if I do good, the other team does better. That's how it goes. <laughs> I could do. I could literally score three hundred points, and they're going to score three hundred and five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of just the way the NFL's been this year. I mean, fantasy has just been like you never know what's going to happen. So another quick little thing before we look at the standings, but teams without a Pro Bowl, Pro Bowler this year are the Giants, Jets, Broncos, Jaguars, Texans, and Lions. Again, I don't know the rosters for all those teams. Giants? Leonard Williams is the only one I can think for the Giants. I think the Broncos kind of surprised me, uh, but the rest of the teams don't really surprise me. Um, I feel like they're running back at a sneak then. Uh, Javante Williams, he's been doing really good. Well, the thing is him and uh, who's their other running back? Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, they both have been kind of sharing. They they do both get like ten fantasy points a week or whatever. And I, it's funny because I have both of them in different leagues. Like one league I have Gordon, the other league I have Williams, and they both seem to get points. I put them in my starting lineup. So, um, yeah, I, the Broncos surprised me. Like I said, the rest of the teams don't really surprise me. So, um, yeah. Teddy wasn't playing bad this year either. So, but again, there's better quarterbacks than him. So, other teams got in. So, Noah Fant was injured. Yeah, I can't really think of much. Yeah. So, speaking of that, let's just, uh, I don't know if you have the standings pulled up, but let's just get a live look into the standings right now. The AFC right now, the Patriots are leading with a nine and five record. Uh, they have a one-game lead over the eight and six Bills. What's what's your predictions the rest of the year? Do you think the Patriots stay uh, stay up top, or do you think the Bills finally get past them? I don't know. I don't know what's so. My uncle's a Bills fan. We were talking about this, and I kind of agree. The reason I feel like the Bills aren't doing good is I feel like Josh Allen's trying to do too much. Yeah, he's trying to run. He's trying to, you know, he's 
he's trying to be the guy that they want him to be. And I'm not saying he's trying to be a showboat or anything and be the hero. He just, they're just putting too much on him. Yeah. Um, you know, and they, people are going to say Stefan Diggs is the best receiver on that team. 100% dude, it's Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley's out. You know, he's trying, you know, Emmanuel Sanders is not doing so hot. I forgot they had Sanders, Beasley, and uh, Diggs. Yeah. The decent receiving core right there. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, real quick, before we go on the next division, let's talk about the Dolphins. They started, what, one and seven or two and seven? And I think it was one and seven, and they are seven and seven now. I mean, they are the hottest team. They've won six in a row. Yeah, I don't know where they came from. Well, the Dolphins were good last year, and we both predicted them to do well this year. Uh, yeah. And they're finally turning it around. So, I, I mean, Tua's playing better, and that's the big thing. Tua wasn't playing well at the beginning of the year, and it was starting to talk about moving on from him. But, I mean, he's playing really well lately. He's starting to throw it deep. He's got the highest completed, completion percentage in the NFL. So. Oh. TJ, if you're listening to this, you're going to kill me. I just don't think two is the answer. I, 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 hang on. Before you guys start crucifying me, I can't explain it. I just feel like he's not the answer. Something tells me he's not the guy. Well, the biggest, the, the weird, not the weird, I'm not saying trying to say weird. The biggest difference between him and every other NFL quarterback is he's left-handed. And he's the only left-handed quarterback in the NFL, so. That's not the thing. I don't know, man. Just something tells me he's not the guy. I I don't know why. I don't know. Uh, We'll see. Hopefully, they don't move on from him. They give him another year. Because I'd almost give him another year, especially with the way he's playing right now. Uh, I don't. I I, I don't think they'll cut him or anything. That would just be be dumb. I I don't think they would. I don't think they would cut him. I think they would just either draft someone or trade someone for someone or sign someone. But I just, I just, I can't explain it. I just, yeah, I just, I just feel like he's not, he's not the guy. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. But next division, AFC North. Yeah, Cincinnati Bengals are leading, but they are tied with the Ravens right now. Uh, Steelers are seven and six and one, and the Browns are seven and seven. So how do you feel like that division plays out? So I don't know what happened to the Browns. They were supposed to be so good. Like I get it. Everyone's going to say the Browns are the Browns. Totally get that. But like I am a Ravens fan and I was kind of hoping for the Browns to just kind of take over the division. But I don't, but I'm kind of glad the Bengals are like kudos to the Bengals. Yeah. Joe Burrow showing what he can do. Yeah, the so the Bengals have the best record in the last five games. They're three and two. The rest of the teams are two and three in the last five. Uh, the Ravens have lost three straight. So, no. No, let's not talk about that. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, let's look at the. I'm gonna look at the playoff picture. I just want to see who's Ravens, in. I know we're in the hunt. Let's see. Right now, the Chiefs are the number one seed. Which again, we talked about earlier. Big surprise to them. They're playing well. The Patriots did fall after their shutout, so they're number two. 
Titans are nine and five at number three. Bengals are the fourth seed in the AFC, eight and six. Colts, Arizona does play the Colts on Christmas this uh, this Saturday. Speaking of Christmas, also a little Arizona thing is happening. The Kurt Warner story, Underdog, is coming out uh, on Christmas. I'm gonna try to go see it either on Christmas or the next day, whatever. I'm gonna try to go see it. I was a, as you know, I was a big Kurt Warner fan in high school and middle school when Kurt Warner was playing for Arizona. So uh, I'm happy to go see it. Zach Zachary Levi is playing Kurt Warner, which he played Shazam. So if we have any comic book fans listening um, that uh, watch like watching comic book movies, so I don't know. I with I mean, after the Cardinals lost the the Lions, man, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard for me to see them beating the Colts. And it's been so bad. So, like, I listened to this daily podcast of Arizona. And after Arizona lost to the Lions, and I listened to – today is Thursday. I listened to Monday and Tuesday's episode. I just – of course, all this week's kind of been negative, And I just – I just couldn't I, – I didn't – I haven't listened the last two days. Because all it is is just talking – They've been talking about how, you know, Cliff Kingsbury hasn't been coaching all that well. They're talking about whether we should move on from him. And it's just it's been a lot of negative talk, and I just can't I can't spend thirty minutes of my day listening to just negative talk right now. So if the if the Cardinals can beat the Colts, hopefully this week, then I'll probably listen next week. But that's what we should talk about though too. Let's talk about Jonathan Taylor really quick. We're just wow. Talk about MVP. The yeah. the the worst part about it is they are wait. Oh, they're eight and six. Okay, yeah. I don't know what these other records. Oh, that's their that's who they're playing. I was so confused. Yeah, so they're eight and six, but they are tight. Well, they're one game behind the Titans. So, um, but they're the five seed, so the highest one of the non-division leaders. So, Jonathan Taylor's having an MVP season, so he yeah. is doing fantastic for them. Carson Wentz isn't looking too bad either. Not looking great, but not looking too bad. Yeah. But the other two teams are both – well, Carson Wentz has been good this year, I think, but this last game he was like 5 for 12 for like 60 yards, one TD, one interception, something like that. It was – Kind of a bad year, but um, but the other two teams are in the hunt right now are, are the Chargers and the Bills. And then, as you know, on the bubble with an eight and six record is your Ravens. Uh, so what do you think? Who gets in between the Colts, Chargers, Bills, and Ravens? As much as I want to say the Ravens, it's it's gonna be the Colts. It's it's gotta be our, and I'm okay with that because our Ravens. Would not last the playoffs at all. Well, those well those three teams, the Colts, the Chargers, and the Bills, are in the playoffs right now. Are they? Yeah, think... the Ravens are on the bubble. The Ravens, so it has the sixteen week matchups. It has you guys play the Bengals, of course, eight and six, late in the division. So that's a big game for you guys. The Bills do have the Patriots next week or this week. The Chargers have the three and eleven Texans. And the Colts have the ten and four Cardinals, so three of the teams are playing three other good teams. So yeah. anything can happen. The Steelers, oh, well, they play the Chiefs, so I don't expect the Steelers to win. 
Um, I'm trying to look at these other teams. I don't know. These other teams play kind of good teams. I don't know if they'll be able to win. So. I honestly just don't know. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, it's going to be – I think it'll be an interesting – I think uh, the Ravens are going to have a flop year. We're just – we're hurt. I don't think we're going to go to the playoffs. And I'm okay with that. I mean, I would like to see us in the playoffs, yeah. But I know we won't make it far. Yeah. We are so hurt right now. It's unreal. That and COVID, you know, the new COVID variants kind of – been springing up guys are getting COVID again so you never know who you're gonna have week to week <coughs> so let's so the last thing we'll talk about before we end this podcast uh, let's just look at the NFC playoff picture the Packers are the number one seed they're 11 and three Arizona has dropped all the way to the fourth seed they are behind the Cowboys at the two seed 10 and four and the Buccaneers are 10 and four at the third seed Arizona is 10 and 4 at the fourth seed. So we're the last one of the division. But the Rams are also at the five seed, 10 and 4. And right now, I, I think the Rams win the division. They play the seven and seven Steelers this week. We play the eight and six Colts. Um, I just I don't know. They are just looking so good. They're just that Cooper Cup. Matt Stafford connection is so nice to watch. That, and you have Odell that's getting a couple of receptions. You have uh, Daryl Henderson's doing well. But this week, actually, Sony, Sony Michael got or Sony Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. He got he got all the rushes this week, which was weird. Uh, he got majority. Daryl Henderson had like six. So I don't know if he got hurt or if they wanted to go a different game plan with Sony Michelle running the ball. But at number six is also the 49ers at eight and six. I didn't even know they were in the playoff picture, but here we are. And the Vikings at number seven. Holy cow. Yeah. They are the number seven seed. They do play the Rams this week, so it's not good. The Eagles are on the bubble at seven and seven. They play the Giants. The Saints play the Dolphins, which the Dolphins are hot right now. So, and then the Washington plays the Cowboys, so that's not good for them. Uh, so those are the, and the Falcons, which I don't think they'll make the playoffs. They play the Lions. So I think the Eagles, I think the Eagles make it into the playoffs. I don't know if the Vikings will be able to hand. I don't know what the rest of the schedule looks like for either of those teams, but I'm actually kind of surprised Mike Shanahan or Kyle Shanahan might make the playoffs again. I hope so. A 49 team is something special. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that is uh, – I think that's all we have. I might do – when I have time, I think I might do, like, a separate, like, a uh, little part where I just talk about college football, um, but just uh, by myself. Um, there's a lot of college football that's happened. But that's if I have time. I don't know. We'll figure it I'll, I'll figure it out. But – if you listen to this episode, thank you for another week. Uh, we would love for you to tag us or comment on YouTube, comment uh, on uh, was it Apple Apple Music? I don't know, whatever the Apple Podcast app. Give us a rating, comment, give us your predictions for the rest of the year. Uh, we're hoping we can start getting week to week, uh, especially with the playoffs coming up. 
uh, we we covered it week to week last year, so we would really hope uh, really like to get back to that. So, if you listen to this, thank you. Uh, we all love me and Logan. Uh, we love you for taking your time to listen to us. So, uh, Logan, I hope you have a great weekend, great Christmas. Uh, tell your family I said Merry Christmas. And have a Merry Christmas, guys. Have a Merry Christmas. Be yep, safe out everyone, there. Everyone listening, have a, a Merry, jolly Christmas. If if you celebrate Christmas. If you don't, celebrate like something I... else. Hanukkah, uh, whatever the other, I don't know what the other holidays are. If you just don't celebrate Christmas, then I hope you have a great Saturday. So, Have a great day, guys. You too.